Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen, and you're watching and listening to The Brett Keen Show. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. Last night, I did a live show, and I had a guy called Captain Stump. That's what I call him. It's actually Stump of a Tree. And my friend John Gashilla and then a few others, and we had a pretty interesting discussion about various topics, mostly spiritual. Um, everyone is always welcome to join. And I also put my shows up on a, um, the international radio station that you can find in the links in my description. Soon I'll be scheduling another live show, uh, probably for Friday or Saturday. Um, I may end up going back to 7 p.m. because I was actually getting pretty tired doing it so late. But um, it was good. I really, really enjoy having people in. I especially, not just other religious people, but non-believers are more welcome to come in and they can question me and we can have discussions, debates, or whatever, shoot the shit. Unfortunately, Mr. Stump and Mr. Gashilla got to experience what it's like for me to be trolled by some atheists. There was a couple of you that came in and decided to scream the N-word, racist words at me. Um, I was able to kick these people out, obviously, but not before they spewed out their racist hatred out there. And that's always surprised me because a lot of atheists claim to be liberals and about diversity. They claim to be championing this whole, you know, everybody's equal and we should have empathy and sympathy for each other like a humanist would. But they're the first ones to um, call you homophobic names. They're the first ones to use racial slurs in order to... And they think it's funny. They actually think it's cute to do that, which doesn't make sense to me. If you really believe in what you believe and you really care about people, um, then you wouldn't do that, um, even if it was someone that you hated, because you basically um, give yourself away by doing that. But besides all that, a majority of the conversation went well. Um, a lot better than usual with a lot of this trolling nonsense that's going on. So today I'm going to talk about something very controversial, um, and hopefully it doesn't like get me uh, banned from YouTube for saying this, because YouTube is very political, and they don't like it whenever you don't agree with their views or their ideas or whatever politics is pushing in mainstream media and all that that day. But I've been taught since a young age that um, America is the greatest country in the world, that it's the most powerful. And some people get very patriotic about that. But since um, the last 15, 20 years, things have majorly changed, such as back in the day, whenever you were having war or some kind of problem with another country, you never really got to hear the other perspective or why it was that another country was doing what it was doing. And of course, our politicians and our government would tell us that anything that we're involved in, it's because we're the good guys, we're trying to do the right thing, and you hear very little about what the other side is. But technology has changed that. Now, any bad guy, any politician from any other country, even terrorists, are capable of recording themselves and release it to the press or to some kind of organization that they believe will play them. 
and you'll get to hear their side of the story. You'll get to hear their perspective. And I got to be honest with you, I've been blown away by some of the things I've heard other leaders from other countries say that has really, really broken and shattered that whole bad guy, good guy routine that I used to believe in my head whenever I was younger. I mean, even whenever I was going to school, we were taught that America is great and America is about taking people in and and uh, we help other countries out whenever they're in a mess or whatever. And if there's a war, we'll get our ass right up in there and, and try to solve problems and all that. But I've learned as I've gotten older that we've actually caused a lot of problems and we've actually pissed a lot of people off. And I was recently watching Putin. I I don't know if many of you know this. I don't usually talk very much about it, but I do have this kind of hobby or this interest where I like to see what the other side is thinking. I don't always, I'm not one of these type of people where I always like to hear the, the usual watered down, you know, Russia's bad or this is bad or blah, blah, blah. I like to hear what other countries are doing and why they think the way they do. And I think that's smart because if you're going to imagine that someone is your enemy or that they're the bad guy, you would think that if you want to win against them or always have the upper hand, you should know as much about your enemy just as much as you know about your friends. Do you understand what I'm saying? The more knowledge, the more power. But unfortunately, it's had a kind of a catastrophic effect on me by listening to guys like Putin because Putin's an extremely intelligent man. He's not this... Uh, villain this like cookie cutter villain that they paint him out to be in the news when you're listening to him he actually asks a lot of questions that get me scratching my head and says a lot of things that really pull on my strings um, maybe he's a master manipulator maybe he's sincerely honest and all that and i've been watching and listening to this guy for the last couple of years some things I've discovered about his background, he's very spiritual, he's very religious, he does believe in God, his religion is more, although I agree with him on a lot of stuff having to do with spirituality and religion, he calls himself orthodox, and I suppose in many ways I could be considered orthodox. You know, if you really, really get down to the nuts and bolts about the conversation. In his latest conversation that he had um he spoke in front of an audience in this video you can find it on global news i'll provide you guys a link but he asked a very simple question that i'm surprised i never asked myself about in all the 46 years of living on this planet he said who does america think they are why does america think that they can come along and and warn me or anybody else on how we run our country. Who does America think that they are? He's basically, in a nutshell, imagine yourself living in a neighborhood. You got a lot of people who are living their own lives. They got their own little space and they like to listen to their music. They like to do their thing. 
and they don't mess with anybody else's yard. They just do their thing unless someone aggravates them or they feel like they've got some kind of real reason why they have to get involved in another neighbor's space. And that's how I kind of look at the countries is that we all live on the same planet and, you know, unless something's going on, there's no real reason why we should interfere with what another neighbor is doing unless it's causing us some kind of problems or serious things. And he's basically saying, who the hell is America to come into the neighborhood and say, <laughs> you know, tell other people how to run things and how to do things. And I get to thinking to myself, well, he's right, isn't he? where uh, where is a set in stone where is it written that america gets to tell the rest of the world what the hell they can do with their military or what they can do with their people or how they want to do their roles um a lot of christians believe that american leaders are trying to globalize the world and completely control everything and are we really wanting that? Because if you think about it, we've seen what American politicians have done with the small chunk of land they have called America so far, and they've done a shit job. And I don't really feel like if we had more power and we had more land and we had more money that we're going to do any better. Because uh, let's think about it. Even if the America had all the money in the world, they don't tend to focus on the citizens anymore. It's like they don't really think about the education of our children, our college students. They don't really think about doing anything about the medical field to improve it. Um, there's a lot of shit going on with that. And we keep on sending our sons and daughters out to countries where they don't even bother to tell us what's going on anymore. We have to find out from fucking Twitter. <laughs> or social media, or when people are literally in the middle of air raids, they're on their phones, you know, saying, oh, we're being attacked and all this. Uh, we find out from the citizens of other countries about what's going on before the news ever even bothers to get around to it or they feel forced to deal with the issue. So I'm listening to Putin. And what I get from him when I look at him, the way he behaves, his body language, he's kind of a laid-back dude. He's smart, and he doesn't take any kind of shit off of people. He's not some typical cookie-cutter villain that a lot of the media try to put him out to be. Now, I know what some people might say to me. They'll say, whoa, Brett Keen, you're not a Putin fan, are you? You know that this guy has done this and done that, and he's like, having these issues with the ukraine blah 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 and i'm like yeah okay i mean it's horrible i i don't like war any way around but i kind of feel like we do the same exact thing i feel like a lot of these countries they stick their nose where they don't belong and and i feel like a lot of people are dying for no fucking good reason so what's the difference I mean, what what is he doing that's any different than our politicians have done a hundred times over, exactly? And then it comes down to what he said. What? Why do we think that we can tell the world what to do? Why do we think that we can go 
have a conversation with somebody like Israel, and then the very next day, our taxpayer money, $100 million, is given over to Gaza. I was not told about this. I didn't even know that our assets, our military assets, were already put out there preparing themselves for war. We didn't even get a buildup, ladies and gentlemen. We didn't even get told that our government is wanting to do this kind of shit. And I know what some people might argue. Well, we don't want to make every move public. You know, we don't want to pull a Joe Biden and, you know, put our special forces right up on Twitter like it's some kind of Instagram thing where we're showing off our new girlfriend. But it just seems really weird. Why do we think we can do that? Many of you may not realize this or you may not be very good at history, but America is still a very young country compared to every other country out there, including Russia. America, as we know it right now, has only been around for a little while compared to the Middle East and um, Russia and a lot of these other countries that exist. We're fairly new. And it's true historically that if you look back on China and Russia, they had some bad deals. They had some atheist dictators who fucked a whole lot of stuff up. That's for sure. There ain't no getting around it. And let's not even get into the problems that um, Germany had. Oh, my God. But everybody's had their, their shit problems, haven't we? We've had our Vietnam. They had their Joseph Stalin. We've... It's It's been a fucking wreck with humanity. Bad decisions, no matter what culture or language you come from. But it just really got to me. I don't know how many times to repeat this, but why do we think that we should be able to just drive our tanks down anybody's street? Why do we think that we can just go into other countries and do this shit? It would be one thing, right? If I was seeing on the TV all the time, countries actually begging and pleading for our help and stuff, but that's not usually the issue. It's usually we're talking some shit at somebody and people are saying, we don't want you in our country. And I've even seen where some countries, whenever we do send our soldiers over, it may seem barbaric and ignorant, but they actually celebrate whenever our soldiers die. They actually... They're like, ha, 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 you, you come here starting shit and we kicked your ass kind of attitude. And they're, and it seems very cruel and terrible. But then I try to think about it. What if it was on the other foot? What if one of these countries invaded us and managed to succeed and in actually coming into our local cities and towns and running their tanks and their weaponry and their loud-ass machinery while we're trying to sleep in our little mud huts or homes or whatever the hell we live in, and they're basically telling us this is how it's going to be. These are the rules. You can't come out at certain times of night or you'll get shot. I mean, that would be pretty fucking annoying, wouldn't it? Think about it if it was on the other foot. So, yeah, the question goes, why do we think that we have such power? Why do we think that we can just tell people what to do? Why do we think that we can tell a motherfucker from a thousand miles away, including their citizens and their empire, what they ought to do? <clears throat> it seems to me that the chess we've been playing so far is shitty. We're just making enemies with people. We bug people. We're getting on their nerves. Yeah, if you step away and you leave people alone, 
then another country may attack another country, another country might do this. But as I've heard some atheists actually say, natural selection, right? The strong will succeed is where the weak will fail. And I know some religious people would argue, but if we stand back and we don't do nothing, then a bunch of innocent people get wiped out, and then what do you do? How do you handle that? Well, that's kind of like if you think about it, sometimes you could call that the natural process of things. In order for us to have become America, we had to go through a bunch of bullshit with Europe. We had to go through a bunch of bullshit, and we didn't have a whole lot of assistance, did we? It was pretty much a bunch of primitive asshats who were trying to figure out themselves in a new land and managed to be able to take off things. And just because you're not the most sophisticated military, just because you don't have all the toys and shit and all the neat ships, it doesn't mean that once somebody steps onto your property, you're not going to be able to defend yourself and take them out, which we proved to be able to do during the Revolutionary War as well as Civil War. So... You know, you never, one thing I've always learned, ladies and gentlemen, is never underestimate your enemy. No matter how stupid or ignorant or primitive someone sounds, no matter what kind of troglodyte you visualize them to be, never underestimate anyone. There's always someone that can get a lucky punch in. There's always someone out there that may say something that'll floor you and leave you breathless. And in awe, not really knowing what to say. Always be prepared for anything and everything and countermeasures. That's one of the reasons why I've survived as long as I have. I think very tactically when dealing with people that I love as well as people that are, you know, causing me problems. And that's what I kind of see whenever I look at a guy like Putin. Um, he's got an intelligent mind and he's very tactical and all that and i would rather get along with someone like this as opposed to um get into a squirrely ass fight match with somebody like this i just don't see any i don't see it as an intelligent move by antagonizing these countries or telling them look you know we're blah 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 we're america we're the badasses and you got to do what we say i just don't think that's a good idea it almost makes us seem like we're coming off like we're a bully. We've got all the might, we've got all the strength, and you better listen to what we say or we'll turn your shit into a Walmart parking lot. You know, it's like, who the fuck are we to talk to people like that and act like that? And if we are talking like that, we're sure as hell not helping anybody out. We're not helping out the innocent citizens that supposedly exist. Because the moment you start a war and you initiate shit, there's going to be people who are not going to leave their homes. There are going to be people who have nowhere to go. And they're going to be right in the middle of whatever firefight you have. So it's like, maybe it's best to just kind of keep your pieces back on the board and just see what the hell happens. Watch, observe, pay attention, and don't make any stupid-ass sudden moves. Think about it. There's no reason to force the game, you know what I mean? No reason to push forward. You know, we don't always have to have this idea in our head that we need to progress or that our way is better. Just sit back Watch how the other player moves and shit and take one space at a fucking time. That's how you play the game. You know?
Okay, what do you guys think? Do you think I'm ignorant for doing that? I think that when you're dealing with someone who could potentially be an enemy or a problem in the future, you should really... How do I put this? I kind of have the philosophy from the movie Goodfellas. Have you ever seen that movie? You got to respect your enemy. You got to respect people out there. Even if you don't like someone, you at least need to acknowledge what they're good at and what they're capable of. You know, you don't just say, well, they're shit, so I'll just smear them into the ground because it's not always going to be that easy. You don't just walk up on people and forget the fact that they might be capable of biting you back kind of deal. And it always uh, never hurts to actually try to get along with people. I like that. I like the whole idea of having allies and getting along with people. I just think that we should, like, slow that shit down, that, that mouthy talk, that whole we're, we're the badasses of the world type of deal. Uh, I doubt anybody will listen, but that's where I stand. That's my thoughts on Putin and other leaders like him that I've sat back and listened to. Just minding my own business, listening to what they have to say. And I'll be honest with you, in all the years I've been watching Putin and some of these other leaders, a lot of them, they make a lot of sense to me. And um, they don't seem like they're like any kind of rush to get into a bunch of mess. But somehow, due to circumstances, people end up finding themselves further into the chessboard than they ought to be or wanted to be. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to schedule a live show for Friday, 7 p.m., be looking for it. Continue to refresh your page, and sooner or later you'll see it.